My name is Maria Torres, and I am the CEO of Galaxy International Pageant, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. I have Maria Torres, who's CEO of Galaxy, International Galaxy Pageants, and she is live. Well, why don't you tell everyone, Maria, where you're from? Because this is a quite a special place that you're in. Oh, I am live from my closet okay. slash beauty room. And this is, it's not just a one-room closet. It's got two rooms. Yes, it does. I have. N- I'm a pageant girl. What do you expect? I have ne- never seen a. Your closet looks nicer than my house. <laughs> <laughs> just, just out of it. And guys, those of you who are, are tuning in, um, a lot of you have tuned in. So make sure you have any questions. Uh, put them in the comments, and I will get them to Maria. And if I don't see your question, then just put it again, and I'll, I'll get them to Maria. Um, but Maria, why don't we start with your how you got involved in pageants to begin with? Uh, well, I was about 16 years old, and my mother decided to enter me in a pageant without asking. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> It was the Miss Teen USA system, actually, and it was for the state of Massachusetts, which is where I was raised. Uh, I was born in New York, but raised in Massachusetts. So normally uh, my hometown, I I still consider it Massachusetts. Um, And I had never modeled before. I had never been on stage. I had no idea why my mother decided to sign me up for a pageant. I was petrified of people. I was very much an introvert uh-huh. um and i did it and the first time i competed it was its third year in existence right. for the teen usa mm-hmm. system and there were 109 contestants wow. for the state of massachusetts wow. and i made top 20 Jeez. and one best costume and that was it i got bit by the bug uh <laughs> The following year, I competed again, and I ended up winning Massachusetts Teen USA 1985. Wow. Long time ago. And I competed at Miss Teen USA, and it was probably one of the best, you know, one of the best experiences I've ever had as a teenager. Mm. Uh, It was a lot of fun, and um, it was amazing, and that was it. That's I've been doing it almost ever since. Did your mom ever tell you why she decided to enter you without you asking? And I got to say, you're not the first pageant queen I've heard say that. I think there's another two have said their mothers just entered them without asking them. So did your mom ever say why she entered you? No, I don't think so. And if she did, I remember. Um, You know, she just, she did tell me, um after i freaked out she said i think it would be really fun for you to do it uh so i said okay i did and let me just tell you i was 16 at the time so you don't tell your mother no especially if you're a latina (laughs) oh you get a big slap uh, (laughs) but i will tell you that at the age of 20 
22, I got a call at work, living a state away. I got a call from work because my mother entered me into another competition, <laughs> which was a televised competition on Univision <laughs> that they've got my application for spokesmodel competition. And I'm like, oh, I think you have the wrong person. They're like, oh, no, it's your dress flop. And I was like, thanks mom mother <laughs> yeah so but but funny enough i ended up winning that competition also. so this is actually working so quite well my mother yeah <laughs> i should just let her enter me in all these contests she sounds like the perfect agent she picks the ones that you and you win them all you don't have to do anything you're entered in everything um maria i just need to ask you said that you were an introvert and then you sort of gave me a funny look is that to say that most people who know you now would never have guessed that you were an introvert back then Never ever. Because <laughs> you don't certainly don't seem like the typical introvert to me right now. Not at all. Not at all. That is an amazing story. Let me just check the comments. Everyone's saying we can hear. Karen Watson said, "Love your closet, especially the mirror that looks like you are wearing a crown." Oh, okay. Uh... Oh, oh, this one. Oh, this is my full length mirror. So I think this looks like a crown. Whoa, <laughs> Uh, guys, if you have any questions, let Maria know. We've had a re- – I don't know if you know all these people, but I'll go through quickly. Ariana Tipswood has said best director. Daniel Latimer has said big up Mass, Massachusetts. Uh, Deanna Silva has said hi, Maria. Lauren Parkinson, who I've interviewed. Ah, mama. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is not what I expect a Welsh girl to say. Ah, mama. Deanna Silva has said hello. Lauren Parkinson has also said loving the hair, Maria. Oh, thanks. They're not used to my curly hair. So living in Texas, it gets hot. It's it's tiring, but yeah. Oh, I, I can tell you, I will take the Texas heat, the Texan heat right now because it's freezing and raining in Sydney. Uh, but Maria, let me ask you, how did you come to be the director of and the CEO of Galaxy? Because that's probably the pageant here in Australia anyway that I've had the most to deal with, um, most to do with. And one of my very good friends, Alicia, won the Miss um, here in Australia after, I think, four attempts. And that was her life goal, really. She's put so much hard work into it. But how did you come to be the CEO? Um, actually, a friend of mine started uh, the Galaxy pageant. Her name is uh, Dr. Lori Sikorsky, or Lori Oliver now. And I had already had my system, which was Miss Belleza Latina. And um, I, we kind of um, used each other's sounding right. board. She wanted to, to get some advice from me because I already had started a national system. Um, so the first year that she had hers, I actually went as a spectator, mm-hmm. a judge actually, as a judge, because my Miss Belleza Latina was one of the judges as well. The second year, I went as a spectator. Mm-hmm. The third year, I competed and ended up winning Mrs. Oh. Galaxy. Um, Have you ever entered a pageant that you haven't won, (laughs) apart from the very first one? There's been been plenty that I've not won. (laughs) Um, But and then during during my reign, uh, Lori was going through uh, some personal things Mm -hmm. and she gave me a call and said, hey, I know you're giving up your title this year, but I have a question. And she asked me if I would like to take over Galaxy, and I just about fell over, um, you know. And she she literally said to me, "If you don't take over when you give up your title, 
I will be That's shutting it. it down. Right. So I was like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. So I discussed it with my husband and we knew that it was going to be a big undertaking. We were used to Bella Sabatina, which was, you know, on, on, on a, on an international scale was still a small system mm -hmm. because my target market is strictly Latinas. Yeah. Um, with galaxy, it's, it's just open to everyone yeah. and internationally. So, uh, after discussing it, we said, sure, we did it. And I've not regretted it once since. How, so how long have you, when, when was that Maria? 2005. 2005. So you've had it, wow, almost 15 years. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I'm just going to go back to the comments because we're getting lots of comments and I don't want to oh, okay. miss Great. them. Lindsay Nicole Gilmore has said, hi. Karina Luna has said, hi. everything in Texas is bigger. Hashtag closet golf. Dianeris uh, <laughs> has said, love you. Um, oh, Dianeris. Yes, she's from Puerto Rico. Oops. Give me a second. Uh, mm -hmm. Leah Wright has said, Hi, Maria from Scotland. Wow, we've got people tuning in from everywhere. Uh, Megan Goldberg has said, Hey, Maria. Tisha has said, Hi, from Nashville. Lauren Parkinson. Oh, here we go. Questions. So, Maria, my question for you is, How can we apply for Belletta Latina? <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, I swear. She, my little Welshie, she's, she literally did a 23andMe DNA test to see if there was any Latina in her because she was determined, determined <laughs> to, to let, you know, uh, make me let her compete. Um, but, oh, she's, she's too funny. Too funny. I gotta say, Lauren doesn't really look like she has much Latina in her. <laughs> well, she certainly moves like a Latina. I will give her that. I, I've seen some of her videos of dancing. So yes, absolutely. Um, Deanna has said, Maria is one of the most amazing directors I've ever had the privilege of working with. And Aww. I'm just going to, there's a lot, you can read these back later, Maria. There are a lot of people saying how amazing you are, which is fantastic. And it's one of the reasons to, for my selfish reasons, I wanted to interview you because you are the only director I've really seen on social media that everyone is saying they love you and you are obviously really well respected. And I'm sad to say in a way that I've not really seen that from any of the other international directors. Um, that's one of the reasons oh, I wanted to interview you. Um, actually, let me just, before I get to the questions, guys, if you have questions, I forget, leave them, leave them in the comments. But I do want to ask Maria, why, why do you, why do these people love you so much? Because I know directors that are not loved, they may be feared or hated and they've got to sort of say, the girls have to say they love them because that's what you've got to do. But why are there so many people? Obviously, you're well-respected and well-loved. Do you know why that is? Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have my fair share of haters out there. Um, <clears throat> but I would have to say that the main reason is because I'm a very down-to-earth individual. Mm. With me, pretty much what you see is what you get. And I don't like to be fake. I am, you know, I'm honest mm. to a fault sometimes and um but i run my system more like a family mm. and i know that a lot of other systems say that exactly um but with me and i think it's also part of just my culture in general that's just how latinas are we kiss everyone hello we're just very welcoming you know we we hug you, we we call you family 
almost instantly. Mm. And that is something that I have carried over into uh, the pageant world. And there were there came a time where my husband did tell me, you need to stop being these girls' friends because right. it's just not working. It's it's getting to a point where girls are were accusing me of having favoritism. Yeah. They were accusing me of fixing a pageant because they saw me talk to one girl. They saw me laugh more with one other girl. Mm. They saw me, and it was like so. I actually removed myself, Adrian. A couple of years, I would not go to the pajama party. I kind of just kept my distance. I would not take. Um, you know, just call. I would tell the hotel to block my phone wow. because I w- I just did not want that pressure. But then I was miserable. I'm like, yeah. this isn't me. This is not me. I'm I'm the person that girls can come up to and talk to, and you know, and that's one of the things that I've been told by a lot of girls mm. is I've never met a director that I can actually go up to at internationals and speak with or have a question, and that's I make myself available to my girls. And that's just the way that it is. And, you know, with my queens, it just goes even to another level with my queens. Mm. I love my girls, you know, and I always say this at orientation. I tell the delegates, you are you are competing for a title, yes. But if you don't want to be part of this family, don't try hard to win. Mm. Because this is a family. This you're going to be part of this family. And if you don't want to partake in this family, just, just try not really hard because (laughs) it's, it's gonna, it's, we're not gonna, we're not gonna click very well. Um, And I'm, I, it is what it is. And um, I'm not looking for your typical, you know, um, pageant girl and pageant Patty and, Mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm looking for girls with heart, with passion, with commitment, um, and just just good old fashioned a good heart. And um, I think that that's what I convey to the girls, and I show that, and I welcome them wholeheartedly. Mm. And it's it it translates into you know being a regular person. Yeah, I love that, uh, Maria. When you do decide, if you ever decide to to step away from pageantry. Um, how would you like to be remembered in terms of your legacy and what you left behind for the girls? How would you like to be remembered? Um, well, my first system, uh, which was, which is uh, Belleza Latina, uh, that legacy there that I that I left or that I would be leaving with that system is that I was the first pageant in the United States that accepted single mothers. Oh wow! Um, back in thousand, uh, back in two thousand. Single mothers participating in pageants was not a thing. Uh, MS division, Mm. that was not, um, you know, a thing. Uh, You were either married, a miss, or a teen. Yeah. That was pretty much it. If you were a single mother, there was no room for you in pageantry. It was just considered taboo. You were considered a bad example. Um, And the reason I know this is because (laughs) I became a single mother Mm. at 23. And I was no longer able to compete in pageants. And I felt that that was unfair. And I said, one day I will change that because I don't think I should be considered a bad example because I chose to have my child. And uh, so that to me, that would be one of the, one of the, one of my legacies in pageantry that I would be leaving behind 
is with Belleza Latina, which was the first pageant, not just Latina pageant, the first pageant in the U.S. At, to, to accept single mothers. Um, as far as with Galaxy, mm. um, I would just like to be remembered for just being a good director, a good, loving, and honest, committed director. Mm. And that's it. It sounds, I mean, I, did, I had no idea about what you said about the single mothers. That's absolutely amazing. And like, kudos to you. Um, and when you say that you want to be remembered as a good director, it sounds so simple. It's it's not it's not that simple at all. I mean, if you can just achieve that, I think in the pageantry world, that that's an absolutely amazing feat. Um, let's just go to the questions for a second, guys. I apologize, I haven't been reading your questions because I've been busy talking to Maria. But I'm going to go through the questions now. If you have any, please put them below. Um, I'm just going to pick out some of the comments here, Maria, because you've had a lot of people comment. So Fernanda Pena. Pardon my pronunciation. What is the best part about being an international director? Oh, my gosh. The best part for me um, is definitely when I have all the girls at orientation. To this day, I am in awe when I hear all the different accents <laughs> and dialects that are in one room. And it literally... It overwhelms me sometimes where I, I think I'm like, my gosh, these girls are here for my pageant. And wow, this one is speaking this and this <laughs> one is speaking that. And, this, and and it's just it's so amazing to me to see that yeah. and to see our growth every year. Um, that's probably to me one of the most, you know, one, one of the best things about being an international director. Yeah. Can, can I ask you, this might put you on the spot. What, what's your favorite accent? My favorite accent. Huh. You can't answer that. That's fine. Well, no, I mean, I would have to say that it would have to be all of them. <laughs> That's a very diplomatic answer. Can I ask you which is the hardest accent to understand? Scottish. I was going to say, is it Scottish? Because there's a lot of people. Oh, my God. It's, it's they have they have multiple syllables for words that should only have one syllable like like girls girls is a two syllable word to them it's ghettos and i'm like what wait what um so so yeah. basically you need your scottish delegates to bring a translator is what you're saying <laughs> sometimes uh you've got lots of just simply we love you we love you um she has a heart of gold, uh, always looking out for contestants and queens. Lauren Parkinson Aww. has written, I love Maria because she is like my mother. She opened up her home and her family to me with a love heart. Um, someone's written, uh, Nat Natalie Nicole Robinson has written, I love Galaxy because you can just be yourself. It doesn't matter about your size or how you look. Galaxy connects us all and we all become one. I love it. Thank you, Maria. Women empowering women. Um, oh, thank you. Lauren Parkinson has then written, Deanna Silva, it's the pork roast and rice and beans. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So that means that I make really good rice and beans and I have like the best pork roast 
ever, Adrian. Like, I make amazing pork rolls and rice and beans, and they have had it. Uh, every year when I do the Queen's Retreat, yeah. I cook for the girls. And that's where that comes in. And then Lauren's, Lauren's not been to, well, no, she did go to the Queen's Retreat last year because she helped out on staff last year. But she's been to my house, and I've cooked for Lauren as well. Um, and she loves my cooking. I, I do love rice and beans. Now I'm getting a flashback to actually Lauren in her interview. She did mention that you cooked. So you actually cook for them. You don't, you don't, you're not talking about getting food from somewhere. You actually cook for the girls. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, guys, I'm just going to say, like, I love how you're all giving, like, Maria all these, all this love. But if you have any questions, like, now, now would be the time because I'm scrolling. Yeah, I'm, ask me anything. I'm going through these comments and literally you can look at them later, Maria. It's all they love you. They love you. She's the most amazing director. Someone else, Deanna Silva has also written, and she makes the most amazing rice and beans for her queens. <laughs> um, you've got a few people who are excited to see you, obviously, at the pageant. Um, when When is the international pageant, by the way? It's in about three or four weeks, isn't it? Yes. So it's August 21st through the 25th. And um, we're, leaving, we're leaving the 16th because we have our queens retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, so my international Queens are flying in a little bit early and we usually spend a few days together and then we head over, um, to the venue, to the resort for the beginnings of internationals. How, how are you feeling about it? I mean, obviously, as we said, it's almost 15 years of doing this. Are you, is it sort of more organized now? You know, everything's going to run like clockwork. Do you still get a bit like not excited, but nervous or anything like that? Um, so funny thing is that. I don't think I get nervous, but my husband oh. will beg to differ and say, yeah, yeah, your, your anxiety is at a different level when it's yeah. pageant time. Um, so I'm going to say that I still get anxious, but that's because I always want everything to be perfect. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm a perfectionist and I also do not like to not have control of things. <laughs> So I'm you a have bit control, of a control freak. freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. So as much as I would like to depend on other people, mm. I make it very hard for them. <laughs> for me, you know, to let me depend on them. And um, but it, it's it's the same every year. I mean, mm. there's there's something new to learn every year, every as long as I've been doing this, because even with Bella Saladina since 2000, you know, 19 years, every year I learn something new or there's something I'm going to have to tweak next year or like, oh, this happened this year. So now for the following year, I'm going to have to make sure that this, 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 so that doesn't happen again. And so it's still, I mean, it's still, it's still fun for me. Mm. It's still exciting. It is it. Are there, are there moments where I literally want to pull my hairs out and just say, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. To say no, I, I, if anyone says that they're lying, because, you know, there are days where, you know, there are times where I have my heart in my, in my throat mm. because it's like, oh, um, I'm hoping we have enough to cover everything. We're a little short yeah. or, you know, but it is what it is. I still, I love it. I, I thrive on the excitement and all that there is, you mm. know, 
to do with, you know, having the girls coming in and meeting them and watching them learn their opening number and all that good stuff. So I do, I do like it. Can I ask you, I don't know if it's possible to answer this, but what is your favorite pageant memory? Um, wow. So I have several. As a contestant, mm -hmm. my favorite pageant memory was when I did Teen USA and we got to meet our host, which back then, don't laugh, please don't laugh. <laughs> back then it was Lorenzo Lamas, who was just wow. like everything. Okay. He was quite so, the heartthrob, yes. wasn't he? Oh my God. He was <laughs> the heartthrob. And here I am, I'm 17. I just turned mm -hmm. 17. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so we all got to do a little one-on-one -on -one with him. Uh, and he's like, hi. And I said, hi. And after a couple little words um, exchanged, he said, oh, I noticed you have an accent. And I was like, oh, I do. And he was like, uh, you don't need to be ashamed of your accent. Mm. He said, an accent lets other people know that you have knowledge of another language. Mm. And he said, my nanny is Hispanic and my children are fluent in Spanish. And I know that he's half Latino because his father was. Mm. Um, and when he said that to me, he just made me feel so much more confident in being Latina, mm. being proud of my accent and accepting the fact that I do speak another language and yeah. that it's okay if I sounded different from it, you yeah. know, from the other girls. And then he gave me a kiss on the cheek and I didn't want to wash my face for like a week. Um, <laughs> that's why that was your favorite memory. Probably... <laughs> 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 that's exactly. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, for sure. As, as, you know, as a 17 year old, mm. That was just so important to me. And I would have to say that that's probably one of the most, um, my, one of my favorite memories of pageantry. And what about from the flip side? What about as a director? I mean, that's got to be difficult as well. What's been your favorite moment as a director? <sighs> my favorite moment would have to be, and it's not, it's not like a one moment mm. thing. It's, it's almost, it's almost like a ripple type moment where every year I get to add girls to my family. Yeah. My queen become family. So my family gets bigger mm. and there's some girls that will stay with you. There's some sure. girls that will go their way sure. after, which is completely fine. But the ones that stay are the ones that, that really matter. And I know we're true from day one. Mm. Um, when 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 the glitz and glam is over, when the curtains go down, when the lights go off, and they're still your friends, mm. and they'll check on you, and they, we still text each other, we still text each other stupid comments or just silly memes, and um, that has to be the best. Yeah. It really sounds like family is a huge part of the galaxy system, and it's. I, I think. It, I think pageants always are a reflection of the director. I mean, it's obviously family is important to you, 
So it's a very important part of Galaxy, which is lovely to hear. Uh, Maria, I'm just going to go back to the comments. Can I hope someone has actually asked questions. You're just getting lots of love, which I guess is a good thing. <laughs> Maria, you look beautiful. You've got hearts. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay, so Lauren has asked. I think it's just basically Lauren asking. Lauren having a conversation with you. She just... <laughs> Um, what is the one piece of advice you would give to someone wanting to be your queen? And that is one thing that I was going to ask as well. So thank you, Lauren, for asking that. Um, here, here, here's what, what you should know if you want to mm. be my queen. Is do not come to this with false pretenses. Do not come to this being somebody you're not. Um, because eventually your true colors do show. Um, and I know that a lot of girls, you know, I say it every year as well in orientation. You all love me today, but I promise you Saturday night, you're going to say I'm the worst director. You hate me. This is the worst <laughs> pageant ever. You're going to that all of those feelings are going to come to you and you're going to forget how wonderful Maria is and how amazing of a director she is. You will forget all of that and you will allow these feelings to take you over. Mm. And, you know, and I always tell them before you do that, run up to your room and go let it out in your room. Don't mm. do it in public because when you're done, you never know who heard you. You never know who listened. You never know what's going to get back to me. Mm. And if it gets back to me and you decide you'd like to come back and compete the answer is going to be no. Mm. I could take your money. I could take their money, but money's not everything to me. Yeah. Because um, when you start letting when you start letting people like that into your system, it's very true when one rotten apple can spoil a mm. bunch. So I don't want the girls to have to deal with that type of negativity. Um, so to me, it's you know coming into this just. Be a good person. To be my queen, you need to be an honest, true person. You know. Yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> it, it sounds like such simple advice, but I, I know that you saw my video that I did um, when we had Miss World Australia here. And as I said, I was watching on the Instagram live stream. And there were people that I know, and they were people who had entered in Miss World previously. One of them was a queen and just writing horrific comments when they saw that Sarah Marshke had won. One of them wrote WTF. One of them said, if Sarah wins, then it, it's rigged. And it was just, it's just horrible. I, I don't think that has any place in any aspect of life, but certainly not in pageantry. Because as you said, you just never know who's listening, who's watching. And these days, especially, I'd assume that the walls <laughs> have ears. I, I, exactly. And I, we've had girls that have literally walked off stage. Mm. We've had girls that have literally taken their sashes off, thrown them on the stage, walked, stormed off <laughs> during awards, you know, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Oh, we've had family members stand up in the middle of the audience and start swearing and all that good stuff. And it's, it's unnecessary mm. for the love of God, people at the end of the day, it really is just a pageant. I mean, <laughs> I'm so not, glad you said that. It's just a pageant. We're not like curing cancer here. We're not, you know, we're not solving the Middle East crisis mm. or anything like that. It's a pageant. And 
if you start bringing all of that hostility, yeah. it's just you're you're ruining it for you're ruining it for all mm. those girls that are there for the right reasons. And you know, we also have our young ones, our you know, my junior miss divisions. You know, they're usually there in the audience. Mm. I don't need my girls to hear that stuff. I don't need them to be around that that um, that type of commotion. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. It's, you know, control yourself and learn to control your families. I yeah. Tell your families, if, if I don't win, just walk out. We'll talk mm. about it in our room. We'll go have some drinks. We'll yell it out or what have you. Mm. But don't don't do anything, you know, in public yeah. or make a scene. Because at the end of the day, there's there's judges that had a hard decision to exactly. make. You don't know what to, what was the factor. Mm. You don't you don't know what what tipped that scale so it, i don't know i just you know what i think would be a good idea What's that? i think that directors should be allowed to do a report card on contestants <laughs> and share it with other and and share it with who just say again you cut out uh, other directors like if a director if almost almost like a reference like you're applying yeah. for another job and 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 this this boss is coming to me for a reference as how you know as to how you performed as a as a delegate. And um, I think if something like that took place, I think it might change the game a little bit. I I, I got to ask um, in the America, do directors talk to each other about certain contestants and? basically ask for that report card because in australia that's not really a thing the directors are very separate but in america uh the directors here, yeah i would say the directors here um are not very chatty with each other mm. uh just because again they just have a you know unless you're part of their system sure. but there are directors that do talk to each other you know i i know a few um so yeah, there's some of us that do talk to each other, and um, because I do support other systems, mm. when girls, uh, when my queens are done and they're looking for another system to enter, you know, we want to make sure that they enter a really good system yeah. that it has a good director. So, you know, I I will recommend you know certain systems and what have you, but um, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like. It's still a small world, mm. whether you think so or not. Your, you know, your reputation, your reputation yeah. might precede you, and um, you should be careful at how you behave. And I know for a fact, I have contestants or know of contestants that have this reputation mm. of like, "Ooh, girl, if she doesn't win, she's gonna throw a hissy fit." She. And it's like, oh, okay, great. So at least we're prepared for this one, yeah. um, you know, type of thing. But I mean, yeah, it does happen. Yeah. It, it's funny how quickly reputations get out, good or bad. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to go back to the comments again and see if I can find any questions for you, Maria. Uh, Gienema Kabi, I assume she. Oh, Nima. Okay, sorry. <laughs> she has written, you nailed that Scottish accent, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got someone else commenting she agreed she makes the best pernil and rice and beans what's pernil pernil is the spanish word for pork roast i'm butchering all these so i'm <laughs> sorry about <laughs> my okay. pronunciation um questions 
Deanna Silva has asked, what's the most difficult part of being a director? Hmm. Finances. Everyone thinks that we're just like... Rolling in money. Oh, everyone thinks we're just rolling in money, cashing in, laughing all the way to the bank. I usually cry all the way to the bank. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, But, you know, I wish that, that sometimes people would take into consideration the expenses that it takes to put an event together, Um, you know, sound and lighting production in the thousands. I mean, my production usually runs between seven to $10,000, depending what we're doing that year. Um, You know, my crowns, Mm. my crowns are a thousand dollars a piece. That's four international Queens. So, you know, they're custom made, they're Swarovski, they're made here. They're very expensive Mm. crowns. all of that takes money and I hate that I have to charge an entrance mm. fee in order to cover our expenses. Um, but hand to God promise, promise you when I, when I say, when I say to you, if, if, if I cut myself a salary from this, I'm lying to you <laughs> there. I have, I I pay, I get paid because my husband works. <laughs> um, and I have had people that tell me, then why would you, why would you do mm. this if you're not making any money? Why would you do this if you're not making any money? I mean, I make a few bucks. Would I make more working part-time? Absolutely. Yeah. I would make more. If I work 20 hours a week at another job, I would make a bigger check mm. at the end of the year. But I have, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm lucky enough that my system pays for itself. Yeah. Uh, it is self, it is self-sufficient. Um, and it's enough for me to treat my Queens to certain things mm. like a Queens retreat. Um, you know, their gift of the day, little surprises, uh, pay for their airfares to come back, uh, you know, cover their rooms and so mm. forth. So, you know, it, it, it does, it's lucrative in that aspect where, where I'm able to just put it back into the system yeah. into my girls. Um, but I don't care if I make a salary or mm. not. Um, are there days where I tell myself, like, why do I do this? I don't even make money doing this. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know, and it's like, I wish I made a really good paycheck this year. Um, but being seeing my girls, you know, mm. making appearances and how happy they are to just be a galaxy queen. Yeah. That's enough for me. That's a, that's a reward for me. Yeah. Um, Ellie Corcoran has asked, where do you want the galaxy system to be in 10 years? <gasps> I want to be the size of Miss Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's here's my goal. Uh, we've been getting a lot of international uh, delegates lately, and my hope is that in ten years, well, first of all, I'll be sixty-one years old, so I might be a little too old for this stuff. But maybe before then, Ellie, um, my goal would actually be to have a U.S. Galaxy pageant 
and then have the international outside of the United States. Wow, okay. So have our Galaxy International pageant have it in an international country. Mm. That would be that would be a dream for that would me. Be amazing. Okay, so some big goals there. <laughs> okay, so Edison Holmes has asked, "What is the reason in America you decide to have judging take place on one night and then crowning in the next night?" Just wondering, yeah, as it's so, not something that I'm used to hearing about in the UK. Yeah. Um. So those are what we called preliminaries. Uh, just like Miss USA does it. Uh, Miss Universe does it. Uh, it's it's always done. And the reason is is because when you have a certain amount of contestants, mm. you have to take the time for tabulation. Yes. yes. Um. Yes. Yes. So. You know, it normally takes our auditor about two hours yeah. um, to get this done. And this year we have 50 contestants, 50 times three stage competitions times six to eight judges. That's a lot of scores that need it, to be put together. And to be fair, it's very important it's done correctly. Exactly. And that's why we do prelims because mm. that night or that the next day, depending on when the auditor gets there, um, they have to make sure and then it has to be verified. So yeah. then I have to double check everything, make sure they understood the spreadsheet. Mm. And then if there's tie, we usually go back to the judges about the tie. Yeah. Um, so we just want to make sure it's done right. And then after that, everything has to be pulled out. So all the special awards have to be mm. written down. And that takes time. We have to write down. Absolutely. I mean, we have interview, photogenic, swimwear, fashion, and evening gown. Five mm. awards times four divisions. So that's 20 awards. So you have to start getting all these, you mm. know, getting them all out. That takes time, and you want to make sure that everything is done right. I don't want any mishaps, yeah. and it, it, that allows us that allows us to avoid mistakes mm. like crowning the wrong girl, you know. <laughs> and we've seen that happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. not a good look. So, uh, so that's that's the reason that we do uh, preliminaries. It just it. It makes everything just so much easier for us to to take that time to mm. tabulate the scores. And then Saturday, it's finals, and it's more of a production. It's more of a show. Yeah. It's more of a showcase. And, um, you know, then we call out the top five and um, announce the winners and all that good stuff. That makes perfect sense. I, I love the fact that you take getting it right so seriously because I think that's a really, obviously, a very important part. And, Probably a little bit overlooked in amongst all the, you know, the glitz and the glamour. Mm -hmm. um, we don't do it for Belleza Latina. Belleza Latina does not have prelim night right. or junior mess because we have about 20 to 25 contestants. Sure. So we don't do it for that. But for Galaxy, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense. Um, Luz Marie Mal Maldonado, again. What are you looking mm -hmm. forward to the most for this year's international pageant? 
Um, probably the opening numbers. <laughs> I'm excited to see the girls do their opening numbers. Um, the Belleza Latina girls have this gorgeous, gorgeous gold dress. Oh, wow. Um, the song that we have for them has been custom mixed for us by our sound guy, Anoldo. Mm. And it even has a custom voiceover. And so it's customized for Belleza Latina, oh, wow. uh, where it's even the words are in the song. So I'm super excited for that. And um, our little girls, the theme this year is really fun, Denim and Diamonds. So, um, and they're dancing to a to a K-pop song. <laughs> I love so, yeah, it. we're excited. K-pop. Um, now, that's okay. We've got a few questions here, maybe a lot. So, Maria, just for your sake, hey. I'll get you to give short and prompt answers because otherwise you're going to be here until tomorrow. Okay. Um, so what is your biggest piece of advice for new directors? Don't expect to make any money your first year or two and put all your hard work into it, into promoting and making sure that you have a good, a good pageant for your girls, for your contestants. Perfect. Uh, Guillermo has asked, is it hard letting your international queens go after getting to know them for that year? It's very hard. It's very hard. But like I said, a lot of us stay in touch and we stay family. Yeah. So it's not always goodbye forever. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Rachel Gallagher, uh, what's your best advice for people who are new to pageants? Uh, do your research. And um, someone always has something to say about every mm -hmm. system, um, whether it's good or bad. If you want to experience it for yourself, go ahead and do yeah. so. But do it with eyes wide mm -hmm. open um but also look at the source it's coming from if it's if it's coming from a trusted friend yeah. who is warning you about a pageant then i would take heed especially if they've competed mm. uh don't just go hearsay yeah. um don't go by someone who you don't consider you know a, a trusted friend yeah. um but yeah just just go for it um you know, there's there's a pageant out there for mm. everybody. That's that's scary because that's almost the exact advice that I, I give people: is you ask for advice, but it does it does depend on who the advice is coming from. Because some people have more experience, mm -hmm. and you know that some people are more trustworthy and will give you the honest truth. Um, Edison mm -hmm. has asked, and I don't know what this is about, but why did you decide to change the junior Miss Crowns? Um, because I just was not thrilled with our our last one i mean it's cute and everything but um my goal is to make it similar to what what the girls call the antlers uh the galaxy crown um those big peaks they they call them yep. antlers. <laughs> uh <laughs> so we um i wanted i wanted like a miniature galaxy uh international crown mm. For the littles um, and uh, that's why that's why I wanted Perfect. it. Tisha Savage has asked what is one tip you would give a delegate who is competing in your pageant for the first time? Don't be intimidated by girls who have done this before. Right. Just 
don't be intimidated. Everyone has something to bring to the table. You, you be you, you bring what you have to the table because you're just as good as anybody else and enjoy the experience. Take in, take in everything that we do at internationals, because one of the things that I like, you know, about me or, you know, the way Mm. that I run um, nationals is that I try to make it as, as relaxed and as fun for the girls um, so that they have time to get to know each other or relax and have a good time. Enjoy all of that because you don't want at the end of the, at at the end of the Mm. week, you don't want to say, wow, this was so like, not, what I what I thought it would yeah. be. It's what you think of it. You need to make that experience a good and positive and memorable one. Um and in, and take everything in and enjoy it so that you do have positive memories. Absolutely. Mindy Bailey, hi, what do you suggest for your queens and their families when they are faced with family and friends at stereotype pageants and go as far as threatening? Gee, the threatening Um, I don't know about what kind of threatening they're talking about. Mm. Um, but first of all, that doesn't sound like. Doesn't sound like a good situation. Like if you can get out of that situation, change your friends. Uh, Yeah. Change your friends and family is family, but you don't have to keep talking to your family if that's what they're doing. Mm. Um, you know, you, you do what you want to do because at the end of the day, pageantry is fun. It's a sport like any other sport guys do it, like baseball, football, mm. boxing, you know, sometimes I, I would never tell my son like, you know, Hey, get into boxing. It's, it's, it's amazing. Or, you know, when I see people that do it, I'm like, Oh my God, I ha-, like what mother would want their child to get pounded to a pulp in a mm. ring, you know, type of thing. But if it's what they want to do, they're going to do it. So if it's what you want to do, you go ahead Mm. and do it and you do it to the best of your ability and do what makes you happy. And that's it. Absolutely. Um, Ruthie Jager, again, butchering pronunciation. What makes the Galaxy system stand out from any other system? That'll be a tough one. Ooh. um, well, for sure, I have to say our crowns. Even though they've been knocked off a million times, when you see a galaxy crown, you know it's a galaxy crown. <laughs> you don't need a that. You see that crown and you're like, that's a galaxy queen right there. Um, so that that's what would make us stand out from, from others. Um, but as far as personal, uh, personally wise or just for as, as an experience, uh, as an experience as a yeah. whole, what what sets us apart is definitely going to be the way that you're treated when when you come to to internationals. You will see the difference um, of how welcoming we mm. are and just totally different vibe. And I pride myself in that. Yeah, where you know girls can feel like they can be themselves mm. and feel welcomed. And that that is a really huge thing. Again, we mentioned this briefly. That's something that I guess every pageant would say. They're not going to say when you come to our pageant, you'll feel miserable. 
but I have heard only good things about Galaxy internationally, and I've heard some horrific things about other systems internationally. So if you can go to a system and have a fantastic experience, regardless of whether you win or lose, and that in my book, that's a huge plus. Um, Danielle Latimer has asked, Maria is an expert runway coach. Will you be coaching in the UK in 2020? Yes, I will. If you guys will have me again. So, yeah, I love that. I don't think you have any shortage of supporters in the UK between Lauren asking you about food and wanting to compete as a Latina. <laughs> I, I think you got a second home in the UK by the sounds of it. Oh, Lauren is like, she is a, like my prize student. She is definitely, oh my gosh. That's, <laughs> that's how we met actually with runway training and we just got really close and she's worked really hard to perfect her walk. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, definitely, definitely proud of her too. Star people, Lauren. Well done. Um, Emily Egan, who's over here in Australia and competed in galaxy this year. She's asked, what's your favorite section to watch personally? Um, of my favorite part of competition. Uh, yes. Fashion wear. Fashion wear. Nice. Yeah, I I love fashion wear. I love seeing people's sense of style. And because I love to do runway, um, I like to see how a girl works mm. works her, her, her outfit on stage. Speaking of working, um, and speak of the devil, Lauren has asked <laughs> runway tips question mark. Runway tips. Um no excessive twirling, no whipping about your train like a bullfighter. <laughs> uh, this, this, this. No fake. Oh, so oh God. This one. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, please try to keep this to a minimum. Um, the fake laugh is just. Oh, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are some tips. It's funny because oh, I've seen so and, much of and, it. And if you can't, yeah, if you can't walk in tippy tops, please don't wear them. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Edison has asked, do you have all your judges yet for this year? Yes. Perfect. Uh, okay. Well, we've got through to the end of the questions. Guys, if you have any questions, I don't want to keep Maria uh, much longer because she's already been very generous with her time. So if you have any, we'll quickly leave them below. But Maria, just before I let you go, we'll go through 10 questions for yourself because I always end interviews with the same 10 questions and it'd be fun to see how, oh. a, how a director answers them. So here we go. Number one, what is your favorite word? I don't know what that response means. Is it something you can't say? Yeah, it's a four-letter word. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew what that response meant as soon as I saw it. Okay. Well, we'll let our imaginations wander. Um, number two, what is your least favorite word? Oh, it's another four-letter word. <laughs> I never use it. Ever. I I'm taking guesses in my head right now, but I'll ask you. I can tell you what letter it starts with. <laughs> I'm going to guess that it starts with C. Yes. There you go. All right. Got it in one. Okay. Question three. In life, what gets you excited? What turns you on? A good sale. <laughs> <laughs> Any favorite store? 
particular favorite store? Yes. Um, I don't have one down here in the Valley. It's Nordstrom's or Nordstrom rack, mm. but now it would have to be like TJ Maxx. Nice. Which is the equivalent. I think you guys, do you have a TK Maxx? I think we're starting to get them. I think they're just coming in. Okay. In the UK, they're called TK Maxx. Here, they're TJ Maxx. Right. Okay. TK, TJ. That's confusing. Question four. What turns you off? Fake people. That's, that's enough said right there. Let's move on. Question five. What sound or noise do you love? Um... Probably the sound of my cat purring. You have a cat as well. I, I saw your dog earlier. You have a cat as well. I have three dogs and a cat. Question six. What sound or noise do you hate? <sighs> the noise that I hate. There's a couple. The sound of like someone like scratching on a blackboard. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I can't stand Got that. that one. Um, yeah, and the sound of my dog Arceus barking every time somebody rings the doorbell. <laughs> okay, what did you say your dog's name is? Arceus. You know that in Australia we say ass is us, right? Yeah. <laughs> so just when you said that, I was like, that's an unusual name. <laughs> so he's. His name is supposedly supposed to be pronounced Arceus, which is a Pokemon god. That's my daughter. My daughter named him that. Wow. That's different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Question seven. We've got 10. We've got, we're up to number seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? My gosh. And I am a superhero freak. you got a lot to choose from um, then. I love superhero stuff. If I could have one superpower, it would definitely have to be like super strength. Like I would like to be like strong, really strong, be able to just pound the hell out of anything. <laughs> and any particular reason why or any particular thing you want to pound? <laughs> I'd like to be able to flick a few people out of existence. No, I'm just kidding. Uh- <laughs> you mean snap or flick? um no but yeah that i would i would love to be like super strong we should um i've never heard of a pageant girl who loves superheroes so much we should get you um because you're so gold in the back oh my god should get you you know the infinity gauntlet all decked out with the jewels on and then you can go around i have it it's in my husband's office you've you've got everything (laughs) so jealous okay (laughs) question eight what job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt Um, party planner. I bet you'd be really good at that. Together. I love decorating, so I I would love to do that. I, I would like to do that. Okay. Question nine. What job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Uh, babysitter or housekeeper. <laughs> I can see that. Let's go to the final question, Maria. If heaven exists, 
what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome home. I like that. That's nice. That's lovely. Uh, let's just... I'll just ask one more question and then I'll let you go. Um, Rachel Gallagher has asked, how do you choose judges? Um, so for judges, I kind of like to pick a mix of, of a panel. Mm. Uh, I usually like to have former queens because they know what I'm looking yeah. for. Uh, some people in the industry and some that are not. Um, I don't, I don't always get lucky enough to have somebody not in the industry. Uh, and I know that there's some people that have their own opinion as to that. Well, why would you pick this type of person to be a judge? They don't know anything about pageantry and what have you. Let me explain to you what a person who does not know anything about pageantry has to bring to the table. Mm. That person has a different set of eyes that I like to yeah. see girls through. They have a different vision of what they consider um, a queen. They have no preconceived notions. They don't know MacDougall from Giovanni from Sherry mm. Hill. They don't know, you know, they are looking at the girl as a regular girl. Exactly. They're not looking at her with this preconceived notion of what a beauty queen should be, which is why I like somebody like that on the panel to just kind of balance mm. You know, um, you know, it's like a balance of power. Yeah. You have sometimes you have judges that are so involved in the industry that no matter how many times you tell them, yeah. I don't care what your favorite color is. If a girl has a blue dress, you don't score her low because you don't like blue mm. or you don't you don't you don't score her evening gown low because you're like, oh, my God, that is so four years ago, Giovanni. Like, I don't care. I care about what whether she walked well, it fit her well, she was confident, she moved well. That's what I care about. I don't care who made mm. her dress. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. And when you have somebody who does not know anything about that stuff, all they're going to look for is that, like, wow, that looks really good on her. Oh, she walks so confident. She's so elegant. She's so poised. They look at that. Experienced judges, yes. Look for technique and all that mm. good stuff as well. But sometimes they get in their own way where it's, exactly. they're looking for a specific thing. Um, so those are what I usually look for. I look for judges that, you know, um, really have the best interest of the system at mm. heart as well. So they are oriented. Um, I tell them, please, you know, don't don't confuse us with any other system. This is what we're looking for. We don't have a stereotype. This is what this is what you're judging when you're when you're looking at my girls. Um, so, you know, and if I don't like the way that they judge or if they ask questions that I don't think are yep. appropriate, uh, they'll ask to judge again. Yeah, that's perfect. And I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, Maria, is there anyone just before we wrap up that you want to give thanks to or shout out to? Um, I just want to give a shout out to all of my directors. Um, and all of the contestants. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in a couple of weeks. Uh, I hope you are all excited. We have so many girls coming from far away. I mean, from India, Portugal, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, we have so, 
super excited. And um, I really hope that you have an amazing time in Orlando. And uh, I can't wait to see everybody. And uh, thank you, everyone, for all of your hard work. Thank all my directors. And um, yeah, I love you all, too. Perfect. Well, Maria, I'll just keep you on the line for a little bit longer once we hang up on the live. But thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much, Adrian. I'm so honored that you asked me to do this interview. And um, I loved it. Thank you for the opportunity. And I hope we do it again. Well, as I don't know if you know, but you're the first director that I've interviewed. And um, it, it wasn't a hard choice for me, because I, I interview people not based on how big their following is, but based on their quality of character. So, and I got to say, like, I think I guessed right, because just with all the comments here, and you can read them afterwards, Maria, you're going to have to scroll through pages and pages of people who love you. (laughs) And I know that everyone has lovers, everyone has haters, but to have that amount of respect as well as love, I think that that says a lot about you. So I appreciate your kind words, but thank you for your time. Um, Thank you. And I'll just keep a bit longer, but I'll hang up on the live now. And we'll speak to you guys again very soon. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop. And connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next.